crystal clear. Audio is going to good too. What kind of mic do you have? It's a Yeti, bro. I got the blue one, didn't you? The, well, it's black, but yes. The black blue Yeti. I think a couple episodes ago, it's, uh, you know, 50 and rain on Christmas and it is six outside right now. Yeah, that was quick. Not really. It was like 21, but still yuck. Wait, 21 it. for us. Isn't that like negative? It was something like 32 for, today. For Canadians. Yeah. 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 What time do you roll out of bed? 1130. <laughs> it reached a high of 32. At you just got to wait. You can't go at seven anymore. You just can't. Oh, are you kidding? I, I have not been outside still. I mean, I'm, I'm, on the trainer and stuff but now yeah. oh yeah it's I've, terrible. I, I've actually been enjoying I, it it's weird it can be enjoyable but on a night when you're not feeling it i've found it's best to just let it go because you're just gonna fight it and then you'll fight it the next day you know yeah that's true so i guess do with that advice what you will but that's that's how i kind of roll with it i mean i took off tonight from it but i think that was because my garment said i was overreaching which i kind of took offense to because i was like <laughs> what do you mean overreaching like i feel like overtraining is probably a more accurate like i feel like just get called out like hey you're you're, you're, not, o- you're over you'll never be that psyche. good is that what it was saying it's like you're not that guy pal wow. like basically to me you know what i mean i was like wow. i took that personally overreaching. I guess. yeah kind that is kind of choice yeah. uh but that's interesting um yeah, I I get what you're saying though. If you're not feeling it, man, just just cut it short. Live to ride another day. You know. Yeah, exactly. Don't don't make it work because then you'll definitely not do it. So that's that's a good segue, I guess. Um, should we introduce ourselves? We never do that. Oh yeah, we probably should because there's not everybody that just knows us. I, guess. I don't think anyone knows who we are. <laughs> let's, let's try to get in the habit of doing that basically every time. I guess how's that? So it's much to the annoyance start. of everybody else. You start. You brought it up. I start. Ah oh, shit. <laughs> um. So this is the Bike Lane Podcast. Welcome. Uh, I am Riley. I am one of your hostmen. Hostmen. I like that. Next. Next. Hi. Uh, I'm. My name is Ed. I'm also a hostman. Um, we've been doing this for a couple of years now, um, and we figured we'd probably start doing this so random people just coming onto it know who is talking. Yeah, we've been um, doing what three years with twenty episodes over three years, so that's yeah. pretty damn good. Yeah, we put quality. And we make sure that each one is quality. You know, produced <laughs> great rates. Um. So yeah, I'll pass the mic off. Here we go. And uh, yeah, uh, my name is Tom. Um, I came into this late and I haven't been fired yet. So <laughs> I don't know that the organization is one that you can be fired from. Is that, are, we, are we at will? I don't know if that counts yet. Do we even count as an organization? I don't I, know that I, we've hit that level. I don't, I, don't, I don't like being that organized. So no, we're, <laughs> we're a loose affiliation. How's that? It's like Roblox. Hmm. What? Exactly. Really, you don't know what Roblox is? You know what Roblox. I is. do, but I, I failed. To I guess they're knowledge. going through some kind of crazy, like child labor claim. Like, <laughs> oh dear. Because, like, I, I guess, like, like there's like, uh, 
I, I'm not sure what games they're developing, but I guess you can like con other children into making games with you and then like steal all the profits. Oh, uh, sweet. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's, uh, it it kind of went from like, what is this? to like one of the most gangster things I've ever seen. <laughs> Capitalism effects. Like, my game. God, how, how ruthless can you be? Like, <laughs> yeah, Robber anyway. bands inside Roblox. It's kind of interesting. It, it just goes to show it's human nature. My stepdaughter Shout plays out Roblox. To our, uh, our sponsor, Roblox. Roblox. <laughs> Roblox. Go uh, go grab your mom's credit card and get on there. Is that the one with V-Bucks or is V-Bucks Fortnite? Uh, yeah, I think that's uh, that's Fortnite. Yeah, sure. I'm getting, I'm starting I to I think lose Roblox it. is Robux. That absolutely makes entirely more sense, I guess, right? Robux. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> anyway. Uh, any, yeah, well, that was, that was a, a tangent. Anyway. <laughs> sorry. Um, so that's our um, that's our our jokes for the day. That's it. Um, that's done. Do you want to have to excuse me throughout today? I am on the tail end of COVID. Tail end. Imagine tail COVID end. with a tail, and Riley's holding on. Yeah, it doesn't have the same impact as when I had it. <laughs> that's good. That's good. You had it before it was cool. <laughs> I had the scary kinds. Yeah, the, o- the OG kind. Yeah, the original. Uh, not the, real. Not mine really sounds nervous. scarier, but isn't. Did you know that if it's not from the Omicron region of France, it's just part yeah, of Yeah, we've all heard that one. <laughs> I love that one. I, I said no sounds, more jokes, Tom. I think it sounds good. Eh, whatever. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you called me like the angel of death when I had my... <laughs> I think that was actually a thing. Yeah, I did was, not. That's actually recorded somewhere in history. <laughs> I did not. I yeah, would never. Play the, play the clip. Plays Gangsta's Paradise. No one's going to be able to find that clip. Yeah, probably That's not. true. That clip doesn't exist. We don't have fans anyway, that deep. So well, glad you glad you're doing all right, Riley. Yeah, man. Yes. Congratulations. I'm still in. Now it's just a matter of getting through the uh, the official quarantine, so yeah. that I can go back outside and give people Christmas gifts that have been waiting for two weeks. <laughs> well, the, didn't the CDC say like you can just if if you're going back to work, just go right. It- yeah. <laughs> yeah, CDC no, no said comment. that as long as you eat your Flintstones <laughs> vitamins, you're all good. Don't worry. No there comment. <laughs> I will say uh, most workplaces have not embraced that, and it's probably for the best. And that is all I will say on that. <laughs> no, that's my yeah, that's... That entire comment. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, it's just a it's just a hectic time right now. Yes, it is. Everyone, sorry. So let's yeah, let's get serious. Go ahead, Riley. Yes, this is if if you joined us for laughs today, too damn bad. There will be none. There will be no that. what? I don't know. No laughs. That. Yeah, <laughs> no, nothing funny to be heard here. No, no funny things today. Um, because we're talking about the least funny, most serious thing: mental health on a bicycle. It's there will be laughs. Definitely serious. It can be there funny. Will. Yeah, it's, will be it's serious, but there there'll be like I don't know. Tom will try to sneak a laugh in here or there. I'll try to stop him, but you can't stop that that train when it's running. The laugh train. So on that note, no laughs. I love this, it. That this is a cool. this is an interesting discussion because I think I don't know about you guys. Well, I know about one of you guys. One. <laughs> Uh-oh. One of you, I, this is, this is a very, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a stigmatized topic still, right? Like it's not something that is 
easy to discuss, which yeah. is why I think it's going to be best for us to try to like, um, just for our own sakes and for our listeners' sakes, keep it centered around the bicycle and the the uh, the experience of of bicycling when it comes down to mental health, because I think that's going to make it a lot easier for us all to like stomach. Because it is at at the end of the day, it's it's a very difficult conversation. Um, I mean, historically, so like, I mean, think about it. Like, I mean, how old are you? L- early mid twenties, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's a different gen. That's even that is a, enough of an age gap where I feel like you have probably a better chance of people like openly talking about. It. Like when I was a kid, it was basically no one, especially not. I mean, it's gonna sound weird because I mean, who cares? But being a guy like you didn't talk about that stuff you know what i mean like it's when you're young most yeah. of the time you know unless it was like a serious issue so like i feel like yeah you're absolutely right and basically like acknowledging it and you know as it centers around bicycling because i mean you guys aren't the only pe- person people have heard this from like everybody says it's that can counter it says it's had some impact you know on their yeah, health i, this I way, think you it's know? um i I think it's definitely easier than it has been to talk about. It's still not anywhere near where it should be. Agreed. Um, and that's a fight that, I mean, I try to fight like day to day, even just with myself and yeah. people I know. Um, and I think we're in, we're in a season that, be, that it becomes very evident in oh, especially yeah. up around here in the Northeast. So lack of vitamin uh, yeah. D on the skin gets you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a whole lot of things, like even just if we're thinking about like within the cycling community, I know I'm having a rough time because there's not enough light for me to get out and ride my bicycle yep. as much as I would like to, or as temperature as Tom was saying a few minutes ago. As warm as you'd like to, you know? Yep. Yep. It just makes it there are a few more barriers. Um, I think in general, the there's a lot of the cycling community that that struggles with this and that's why we end up on bicycles. Um, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know uh, if anyone has some input that they want to share right now, but that's, that's kind of my opener. Oh, I got, I got a list here. I was like, oh, I was prepare for actually for this one. <laughs> I won't, I'm, you, I'm not going to go over it all, but let's see, like take out some of the, you kind of touched on a lot of stuff, you know? Um <clears throat> It's like basically I've struggled with it my entire life through it, whether it's through anxiety or something like an undiagnosed ADHD. Like, and it's only recently that like when I started riding is when I like a lot, a lot of stuff started making sense, put that way. Because like after, like I can only speak for myself, but after like a super vigorous physical workout exercise, like my mind is significantly more clear and like calm. I don't know how to explain that. Like obviously everybody works differently. But I, I think it's sorry to jump in. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's important to like acknowledge that too. Like when I talk about mental health, I have a very different um, aspect of mental health that I'm talking about than what you might be talking about. Yeah. So it's, it's important to, and that's, that's why I think it's awesome that like the three of us can talk about it. Yeah. Um, and I'd love to hear from others out there when, or if they hear this, if this doesn't get banished into the nether realm of, spotify or whatever i'm trying to make a post on instagram like an actual post so like people can like we'll try to hashtag yeah. get people on it you know because there, to the there there's a problem in that obviously mental health is not being talked about enough but their mental health spans a huge broad range of various different struggles that we all have right yeah um, 
yeah sorry continue no no you, that's another point too is that it's it has a different positive effect or a negative effect for everybody basically so i can really only speak from my own experience you know um but it's definitely helped me get a sense of focus and like just quieted basically all the nonsense down personally um and yeah, I mean, you could also argue it's had a negative effect because now I'm obsessing over parts about bikes and like I'm waiting for parts now and it's the anxiety that waiting for stuff in the mail to get something done and right. Like <laughs> you have to kind of be careful because if you're prone to certain things, it could be like another hobby that just kind of leads you down rabbit holes and like you don't want to go take it too far personally. So yeah, that's a huge thing. It's like there's a huge gamut that it could run for basically everybody, you know? Um, somebody that's say, I don't know, for example, lethargic or has issues that way, it maybe gets them out and gets them going again. Maybe that's the aspect of it they need, you know, or the fixing of a bicycle because it's like I can fix something physically with my hands that I can't do in other aspects of my life, you know? So like there's such a wide, like you said, spot on a wide variety of how people get a, like a mental health help with mental health via bikes, you know, or the biking community even, you know? Um, let's see. I feel like, it, like you said, it's important. Not only as like humans, but also as like a subset of people who don't usually talk about that. You know what I mean? Like there's not, I mean, maybe it's different, I guess a lot of it now, like you said, but it's not often everyone's like as so pumped as dudes being like yeah it was so amazing feel great right now like it's just been the community in general i feel like is significantly more open than that than like maybe the general public subset um and i just want to basically take time to thank everybody who's helped me out like genuinely over the course of this um because i wouldn't have had a great time like as good of a time as i had basically you know so shout out to all the cool peeps i've met you know I think the, on, on the flip side of that, though, we do have to be aware, like, I, I don't know if it's just this community. Um, I, I don't think it is. I think there are a lot of communities like this. Yeah. Um, I, I do notice like there is a, and I think it might be getting better, but there is a, a gatekeeping attitude. I mean, we were just doing it two weeks ago, right? Guilty. Right. Yeah. Like we do the same thing. Um, but I, I think it's important to kind of keep in mind that like, this is the escape for people. Yes. Um, and this yeah. is how they're like getting away from stuff and getting out of their head and getting to a more comfortable space. Um, I kind of went through an exercise where, um, I kind of just listed down my, um, I forget what I called them kind of like my, um, um, my like places to be in refuge, right? My uh -huh. uh, asylums or, um, and the first one on the list was like on a bike in the woods, right? Yeah. And yeah. if, if these are that for someone and we're sitting here <laughs> trashing on them, <laughs> it's, it's a difficult kind of line to walk, <laughs> especially where we're at. Yeah. Um, obviously like we're having fun with it and we want to have fun with it. Um, and I don't want to like make it a, you can never make fun of a thing because at the end of the day, that's, that's not fun in a way. Um, but I like making, making fun of the Photoshop. That was actually, that <laughs> maybe, was pretty good maybe good that, too, maybe that could be the lane just as a quick aside. 
<laughs> maybe that could be the lane is like we just make fun of bad advertising photoshop and wording within the bike industry i'm kind of down with that yeah yeah absolutely i i think it's i think it's important to just make sure that we make that distinction right of yeah. like yeah. we're we're not talking about the people or the experience that they want to have um we might be talking about the product and that it does not lend itself well to that experience um, but I think the it, it is important to remember that these are real people that are seeking an experience. And the more of the gatekeeping that that I am talking about is in the um, like more person to person, right? Where yeah. we see um, even on on social media, um, hey, like don't ride this trail because it's my trail, whatever. Right. There are yeah. a whole a whole number of things that we have seen out there. And that's that's something that I try to keep in mind, um, even with um, like, say, I'm working in a bike shop and a customer comes in, just making sure that I'm looking at them as as a person that came here to get on a bicycle for whatever reason, just like I did. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's something that's very easy to lose sight of sometimes. So sorry to go on on a little bit of a. No, dude. No. Tan- tangent away. This is this is stuff. good. You're uh, you're you're also you're really really killing it. Um, I'm growing oh, yeah. more and more nervous and insecure as this conversation goes on. That's guys, what do you mean? It's the you perfect. It's the, perfect it's the opposite of what this is supposed to be doing. It's the perfect I'm episode. Just, it's I'm the perfect used to episode. Just rambling for that. about old stories. <laughs> um, Go ahead. But anyway. Oh man, what safe spaces? Cool. We're in the we're in the nest right now. Yeah, I mean, I I think the. I, my main goal here would be to like with our two or three listeners, right. That we might have <laughs> within that group of three Those. and within us group of three here, um, like normalize this conversation. And if we can come out of this episode with that conversation, a little more normalized again with bicycles as the centerpiece, because it makes this conversation easier for, for us as individuals, yeah, then it's a win. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you just brought it up. Like there was a guy I followed MTB, uh, MTB travel review who just did an in- YouTube episode interview, like where he basically explains like his struggles with like anxiety and like sobriety and stuff like that and how biking's helped. And I'm like, Oh, they see that's the timing. Like it's the time, like you said, the time of the year, everyone's kind of getting in ruts, you know? Um, yeah. Oh, but yeah, it's uh, dude, there's no, there's no pressure here. Like f- feel free to speak out whatever, you know, however you want, like, you know, there's, there's nothing's expected which is kind of the good part about this too um so how well do you want to do like so i thought maybe do like an, like i would do an exercise personally like what's my ideal riding scenario and when it's not ideal how do i mitigate that and deal with that effectively because sometimes that helps me to like go back through the steps and like gain a little bit more clarity and like you know the big get out of the big picture and go to the smaller things that are potentially changeable, you know, controllable variables. Are you talking about like, um, like something as simple as like the weather? Exactly. Like my ideal okay. is like, you know, for example, my ideal is hot. I want it to be, Yeah. I don't care about sweat. I'll sweat my face off, but I million times prefer that than anything to do with something that's going to be sub 40 degrees. Can so I, can I tell you real quick, one of my, most recent uh worst experiences on the bicycle oh yes please actually sounds very you <laughs> it was it was that century we did for uh for <laughs> I, was, I knew it was gonna be that too yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, because of the weather, <laughs> really oh. took it out of me. Oh, we got screwed in that forecast that day. And, yeah, uh, we did. Yeah, we showed up in shorts, and I was like, "This might not be great." You know, first half of the day was pretty good, but like mile ninety, I was done. Oh, yeah. so done. You, I remember you were like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I was like, you need to do this right now. I'm the like, snow squall got me. But oh. even before that, seeing it coming was like not great. That was some wild stuff where I thought it was going to get way worse. So I feel like we escaped some slightly. But then we had the wind yes. across the reservoir yes. and you were not, you were smoked at that point. So yes, yeah, the cold is, is, you know, not even stuff you're not prepared for. It's on unexpected can really throw a wrench until literally the entire time because i'll guarantee if that was 70 that day we would have both been like holiday roads is playing in the background and like jumping <laughs> around like doing bunny hops the whole way you know so that's always the way yeah it's, and that, it's i mean that's, that's how it the, is the way that that ride went um was really telling as far as one of my one of the things that i lean on with cycling and that I lean on to a fault. Like I, I know that it's something that I need to try to man up and get away from at the end of the day is um, I, I lean on other people riding because I see it like I need to have that when I'm getting out a lot of the time, I need to have that other person or other people yeah. like adding that social aspect in. Um, and if I hadn't had Ed on that ride, I would not have done the whole ride. Yes. Um, <laughs> Exactly. And that's, that's something that I lean on sometimes even to get out of the house. It's like, if someone else isn't riding, I'm probably not going to end up going out because it's, it can be difficult for me to go out on my own like that. Yeah. The motivation factor is oh, yeah. real. And if somebody Absolutely. else is like, we're, if, if, like you said, if I can imagine somebody else waiting for me, even being late, yes, I can't, I can't handle that. Like I'm going to, even no matter how terrible I feel, I'm going to be probably out there riding. You know what I mean? <laughs> Unless I'm extremely too, hungover. I, I realize as, as Riley says, that social thing, uh, something about the changes I underwent over the course of this pandemic, frankly, um, not to just keep harping on it, but it, it really did change my entire life. Like, uh, I physically look different. Um, I am like many, many tens um, of pounds lighter than I was from my all-time heaviest. I'm down like 130 pounds. Hey, Tom, um, that's insane, by the way. Like well, I lost 80. That's, a, that's almost like, dude, You, that's ridiculous, dude. This is why, because basically I've been so quiet because uh, the words were all kind of stuck sideways in the back of my throat. <laughs> um, but, you know... I kind of became a little bit of a coyote over the course of this pandemic with my riding. And what I mean by that is, as Riley was talking about his, his social aspect, we've always ridden together. Um, our schedules are kind of tough now, but like one of the things I've come to realize I genuinely enjoy the most is uh, like mile 42 of an 80 degree July day. It's, 9 45 in the morning and like i just pulled out onto like a big flat vista of gravel that's just like and th there's no thoughts there's no words um there's nothing in my head except like the horizon and like the silent knowledge of what general direction i'm heading that right there man that's one of the only things that doesn't suck anymore 
That's the sweet I'll spot. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, I just, I took it hard. Um, the pandemic changed everything about me. Uh, I was a, a big boy my entire life. Um, in the early days, as silly as it may sound now, in the early days when the news was like, hey, yo, um, are you overweight? It's like, yeah. It's like, did you have asthma as a kid? Yeah. All right, cool. Well, you're gone. So everybody else, um, I really took that to heart. Um, and I just, I just freaked out. And uh, without cycling, I would say that this would have been a wholly unhealthy experience. Um, I think I might have got here anyway because I genuinely was in the beginning just that crazy and afraid. Um, but after a while, it became something to focus on, my cycling versus anything else. And uh, yeah, cycling, like I go out there for many hours when I can. And during those times, I solve all my problems. Um, or at least I come up with things I'm going to try every major life decision I've made in years, um, every, you know, you name it, major purchase. Like I, I've chewed it all over on a ride. Every good idea that's come to me, I chewed it over on a ride. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of my mental health slash cycling spiel, I guess, if that's coherent at all. Oh, absolutely. Dude. Uh, that's, uh, was very well spoken, very well said. Like, that's a really good point about the we i mean we did touch on like the social aspects of riding right and how i mean well, we all love like the the getting people out and the you know the fun of it but that's a good point of like the aloneness sometimes is what you need to sort things out basically you know yeah and i i guess that's just um the first thing that comes to mind but i will also say like uh in the social aspect a good group of friends on a long ride or, you know, the real creme de la creme for me personally. Hey, been to some killer events, know some great promoters, yada, yada. I know one. <laughs> um, Shut up. <laughs> hey, there's my laugh. But, um, you know, like a tour, especially one that involves like real honest to God crackling campfire, like camping, that those, those trips, those conversations you have, um the things you see you know like riley and i buying each other like stupid books with full bags <laughs> on our bikes to like encumber one another i or, think sorry, i bought all of that thing yeah you did actually now that i think about it you know what's funny too is uh i'm looking at the book as we speak um he <laughs> bought great. me he bought me a construction manuscript at a we went to an estate sale and he got a sick hurricane lantern we were on our tour to p-town i was talking about uh, but yeah, he got me this book, Carpenters and Builders Library, Layouts, Foundations, and Framing. And this thing looks like it's from like 1952. But a anyway, hardcover too. Like but class. anyway, yeah. So this is a thing that otherwise would never exist in my house, <laughs> like without going on this stupid tour with Riley. And like, yeah, we at one point we yelled at each other. At other points, we were like falling asleep at the bars, but like only with cycling. A, do you develop the type of friendship where you do shit like this to each other <laughs> and you're like, here, here's an extra two pounds and it's square and there's no <laughs> way to put it. Uh, like, but like I have this now forever and this $1 book or whatever it was like, it, it instills in me such a beautiful memory just to look at it. And otherwise, what would you do? It'd be mildew. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? You'll have the or to be in a, in a landfill you know? somewhere. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess there's other, you know, there's a lot of great hobbies out there, but to me, cycling is just the, uh, alone or, or social. I don't, I don't want people to think I'm antisocial. I guess if you ever meet me, you, you know, I'm not, but yeah, we get uh, it. We get it. We got you. So I guess like what I'd what I'd be curious to do is try to like <clears throat> take um take our like ideal scenarios. So like I'll take say like that a tour like that, right? Where we're kind of like just going across on a day or two. Um, like take some of our best rides that we've ever had and kind of break them down as far as like what. All right. Yeah. Great. I get where this is going. That's good. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> well because I'm, I'm laughing because this could very easily go the humorous negative direction as well <laughs> um, like that, okay. that's where my mind goes sorry but yeah no we'll do it so like what hits, what made them great definitely like, do a... like why they might be beneficial for the mental health in the long run right so i'll take say a tour like that real quick and to me that's um that's about like a, the shared experiences, right? So having like the book or the lantern or getting to the pier in P-Town and grabbing a hot dog immediately, whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, B for me is the like the the exploration and the unknown and the and there's a feeling of accomplishment there with a big tour like that, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so that's that's part of it for me. Why, Tom? What are you thinking? <laughs> well, my immediately i started like joking because i just thought of the cynical like it was 12 degrees <laughs> like those because <kind> of <laughs> honestly those kind of stand out just as much and in a, in many ways those ones end up some of the quote-unquote best okay yeah, so talk about i i know exactly which one you're going to talk about here i was going to try not to if you think it's raspberry pizza <laughs> Oh, okay. Why? What What did you have in mind? I thought you guys were talking well, about that tour of like Plymouth when you died. It was like a hundred. Yes, I, mean, I was. <laughs> yes, there's this aspect of shared experience. And the one of the ones that comes to mind for me with that shared experience is actually Winter Woolly. Um, oh, okay. And I'm, two years I'm ago excited now, to go to that. Yeah. Um, where you would go up the lift and you would just see people like sliding out and falling and crashing. <laughs> it was it was so cool because you could see like you also would get up there and fall and crash and hurt yourself and it was this like shared experience of like just (laughs) injury like some of these people might be really good at riding but today we're all just kind of like screwing around and having fun um and that that. was that was really cool to to kind of be a part of and you kind of feel a little more in that community and it kind of removes those yeah. barriers of yeah. uh, of like perceived um, out of your leagueness or like skill yeah. level, right? We all yeah. suck today, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, <laughs> or we all got hurt today. <laughs> Riff, riffing on that too, there's there's nothing quite like the glow after going to just a genuinely awesome event. Oh, that's true. The ride home is a nice one, you know? Yeah. yeah. A, a genuinely awesome event, perhaps some uh, some takeout on the ride home. Little, deserved, deserved. Yeah, you know, little little secret between you and the car. Nobody's yeah. got to know. She won't tell. Yeah. Tom, break break down for me, like like whatever ride you were thinking of, whether it's that Plymouth one or Rasputitsa, like break that down and why why it might stand out to you as something that was, um, like, just something that you remember. 
So, would you like to hear about a struggle? <laughs> I guess. Would you... Yeah. Okay. I mean, do both. Do both. Do do one that's a struggle and one that was ideal. Ooh, we should each Ooh, do that okay. as a as a better form of that. Okay. All right. I gotta really think about the ideal one to be honest. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, we'll start we'll start with the struggle. But I want to say, like again, this is one of those ones that ended up being a great day. Um, but we have this ride. I literally still call it the Battle of Plymouth. Um, I refer to this ride. I'll say a lot to Riley. Were we on this trail of the Battle of Plymouth? Um, but anyway, we went out. What was it, Riley? Like an August day? I thought I, I remember July, but it might have been August. Yeah. Anyway, it was just the, the height of the summer. Um, and that was 2020, right? Uh, two years I don't, ago now. I don't remember. It, at this it all point. it all yeah, blurs to what? Yeah, I, I I get you. Yeah, sorry, I don't mean to. I'm not intentionally <laughs> slowing it down. No, it's fine. But uh, it was it was mad hot, and uh, we had been telling ourselves that we were going to do because it's it's genuinely tough to like book campsites and stuff on like some of these tours. Like it it's an investment, especially with like our schedules and yada yada. Um, so it's like we're going to take a one day tour essentially. And the goal is, is we're going to take all gravel and we're going to ride to the end of a uh, long beach in Plymouth, um, which is, I, b- I believe it's called long beach, right? Am I saying that right? I think it's, is it Burt's beach? Long beach? I don't know. It's basically, if you stand uh, on the Plymouth water. Oh, it's a city in California. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. <laughs> um, I believe it's called long beach, but those houses that are out on the water in like Plymouth Harbor, that's where we rode. Yeah. That's the one. Um, it's uh, oh, no, rider like way. Yep. Okay. Rider way, okay. So we do this, and we just kind of picked a day that we were both off, I believe. Um, and I genuinely, I don't know if you did, Riley, I never looked at the weather that day. But <laughs> it ended up being, it was like, honest to God, like a 102 day, I want to say. Um, and the route, quote-unquote, gravel through southeastern Mass to get there is just 500 feet of wide open sky on power lines so we're just any power lines yeah and we're just baking in the sun and he's right like the sand is getting on your legs and like the sand is hot Um, yeah it was like one of those days and before we returned because we were just we were smoked like we needed something i hey judge us as you will we got brunch uh, <laughs> so like i i forget what i even had i want to say maybe which is good man nobody judges, nobody judges brunch you get you get like and you know what was cool about getting brunch too is there was another guy there on right. uh, some kind of salsa doing a, a big tour um, yeah that we of, course, of course of course he was on a salsa yeah and he, and he was like hey yo are you the guys with the bikes? And it was like, damn right. And yeah, we did. <laughs> you know we kinda, as we, we were wearing our helmets person. still, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Tip tapping yeah, around so was shoes. But, you know, if you're just out to eat somewhere and you're in your civilian clothing, like that's a moment you won't have without cycling either. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'll just kind of be like, oh, yeah, that guy's on a tour. <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> um, but like he, he sees you. The lone wolf sees and acknowledges you. When you're also on a bicycle, he has the, the hands up like the wolf at uh, in that West. Yeah. Movie. I love it. But uh, yeah, so we then we rode home, and like it was a struggle. Um, it was a big struggle. Like like we struggled to make it. Um, and I I just I felt very guilty for putting us in that situation, but like we got through it, and it's now a day we joke about. So like 
whole range of emotions on that ride from just fun and beautiful going out to like ah relief when you're eating to that guy how, and then how, just like how long of a ride it ended up being a good like 65 it was a metric um yeah, and like a good one. those power lines like they're not long it's probably we're probably on the power lines for like a good six miles cohesively yeah. but like you but, can uh, you can pick up like three thousand feet yeah like, the part in plymouth is yeah. pretty rough yeah um and it's techy and and loose and yeah it was just it was just a, a good hard day on a bike it was just it, it you you ran the gamut of every emotion um, and those ones really stick with me. So what, um, what do you think makes that stick with you and what made it like a, a worthy experience, especially if we're like trying to talk about it from that mental health perspective, like what, what makes that one stand out? Um, well, it was my idea. Um, a lot of the times I feel like when we're in trouble, it was your idea. Hey, uh, I was waiting for that. I was like, there was a pause right there. And, uh, I don't know. You know, I don't like Riley. Believe me, I, I I fully respect your sovereignty as a human being. You're you're significantly smarter than me, but like, I don't know. You're younger than me, um, and like, you know, I I see, especially when I was working construction, it was like, oh man, like this kid's a bike mechanic. Like, I get this person. Like, like me and this kid, I I got. It. And it was really shitty. I'm not trying to like be sappy with you or anything, but it was really shitty to be put in a situation where it's like, all right, he's hurting. I'm hurting. Like, I don't know how far away a ride is potentially. And you and I just, we just stepped our way back. Like we were cramping. We were, um, and that was, you know, it sucked in the moment, but we overcame and it was, that was cool. Does that, that kind of answer your question? Yeah, um, I, I'll say like um, it was I a mean, bonding experience. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, like I don't know really what was. it says about like my mentality, but I remember it was a much harder time going out than coming back. Like huh. by the time I was like really cramping up bad, we were already on the way back, and I was kind of like, whatever, we'll just take our time. Huh. Um. As soon as you peaked, you were like, that's all down here from here, baby. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well. Because, yeah, we, we were stopping quite a bit on the way back, just mostly for me, as I remember it. Um, but that, like, I remember that being like, yeah, I'm just going to take my time. Whatever. No pressure anymore. We made it to yeah. where we were going, and I just <laughs> spin it yeah. on back. The, yeah, um... no, it was it was cool. We got a couple cool shots. Um like if you're ever on my Instagram or whatever and you see the monsoon like leaned against Plymouth Rock. Well, not literally against the rock, but you know, that's the that's that day. Keep the rock. Yeah. The yeah, that was that day. Prevent it from escaping. Exactly. There's yeah, you never know. Columbus's ghost from coming back to steal it or some crap like Nicolas Cage in a shitty movie. Um <laughs> it, it's honestly it's I was noticing it's the same thing with the military does with boot camp. Like they make you go through hell with a couple of other people and you're like, now you guys are bonded. You know what I mean? Like you guys are besties yeah. <laughs> now because you both almost died. Like it's, it's kind of a similar effect where it's like, once you've been through some shit with somebody on a fucking bike over like a ride, we are like, I don't even know if I can finish this. And then you do. That's different. It changes a lot of stuff, man. You know? Yeah. Oh, you know what? I have the ideal one. Or I, I'll at least tell you the story of the, the coolest thing that's ever happened to me on a bicycle. 
Hmm. Literally. And like, okay. no offense, anybody, but you, you, you literally can't compete with this one. So this summer, I take a very generic uh, whip on my Gorilla Monsoon, like could go anywhere from 17 to like 22 miles typically um, after work. And it's all like around me. It's bogs. It's a couple like wildlife management areas, yada, yada, yada. It's an overcast afternoon and there's like a storm front pretty distant storm front uh but like no real threat of you know it might drizzle by the time i'm coming home and uh i'm riding around this cranberry bog and i'm solo so this kind of speaks to my point of like oh i really like these solo moments in nature right i'm riding around this cranberry bog and it's actually right off the edge of route 106 in uh i believe it is halifax at that point right um so it's just a it's a fairly public setting i'm off road but like there's people around, like there's civilization around. And uh, I'm coming around the one of the edges of this bog. I'm facing Route 106 and suddenly 100 feet in front of me, lightning strikes a tree out of thin, like honest to God, like I said, the storm front is visible on the horizon. I don't know where this lightning bolt came from. It is at once the loudest noise i've ever heard and like the concussion like it feels like somebody punched me in the chest and i just like i i literally all you can hear this dead silence in the whole world except for like my dt240 just like <laughs> and like and like immediately you can actually hear like people in the parking lot across the street like oh, oh. <laughs> and like this tree is smoking branches are falling off of it and i'm just like still coasting at it with my jaw like on the floor and then i realized like all at once this is the part where it's like this ride got terrifying for like a few minutes because it was just like oh my god oh my god lightning just hit that tree and i'm on 30 pounds of steel I mean, I mean, I oh my God. and like i look back and like the tree line which is really no more than like a half mile away just feels like it's ah! so i proceed to max out my monsoon i'm in like 36 11 it doesn't matter if it's gravel it doesn't matter if it's uphill i'm spinning it out on the downhill <laughs> i'm flying home just flying thinking truly truly lightning is going to strike and it's going to strike me next no matter where i am or where i go nowhere is safe and like i get home and i'm like frantically telling my wife what happened and she kind of just like i i must say i'm, I'm married to a non-cyclist and it's like describing dreams to someone like she just like politely is like oh really okay cool well you're not dead so all right all right yeah good talk yeah that happened and That's it's like no nice. it really did um but yeah. you had to have been there <laughs> Dude, the, like i said uh i think i said this like i'm staring at this tree as like people around me are starting to realize what happened and like pieces are just sloughing off of it like i've never seen power like that <laughs> or, the, or the noise and like again without cycling never when, when I, I mean maybe fear you know nature. but but there's, there's no <laughs> other way i'm spending all these hours outside to make that probability come true um, there's just no way. So yeah, that was, that was an incredible ride. And I remember almost nothing about the ride except bang lightning <laughs> and frantic rush home. Um, I think every PR I have on the return route to my house is literally that day on my gorilla monsoon. Gold star, gold star, gold star, gold star. Uh, yeah. It was just, there was no, there was no, 
no negotiate with me in that moment. Um, but yeah, so there's my, there's my two. I love it. That was, um, which, so you're doing ideal rides and like insane moments. I feel like the, you brought up a good point about I like, did the amount of same, but yeah, <laughs> the amount of hours being outside has definitely allowed me to see some shit. Like I've seen some wild weather. I've seen some wild animals. I saw yep. a tree fall on a guy once. Like just, <laughs> I literally saw a tree fall in the woods. I'm not joking. I think it I've made, heard this story. Yeah, yeah, it made a sound. It fell on a guy racing at Borderland. It was I wouldn't have <laughs> seen. You know, nothing touched it. It just collapsed at the exact right moment. You know. Um, those the, those moments are great, like that weird, insane snow squall that me and Riley ran into when it was like fifty yeah. in the morning. You know, like what? The weather events are. I mean, somebody who's in awe basically of nature a lot of the times is another one of the reasons why it's nice. I I love being outside sometimes. You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't mean I still don't love like biking in a freezing blizzard every day but to yeah. see like the crazy stuff that pops up is super like it puts you in awe and kind of gives you like i am basically a nothing in in the end result of me like i'm yeah. nothing in the face of all of this the humbleness you know what i mean well regardless um, it's always like it always feels like such a change from day to day right to be out there whether it's perfectly calm and quiet and all you hear is the like nature sounds that we're all used to. Oh yeah. Or yeah. whether you're out there seeing lightning like burn a forest down. Like it's <laughs> it's it's never it, it's always that kind of escapism part of it, right? And that removal from your everyday and you're all of a sudden you're in you're in this totally different world that's all around you all the time, but you never get a chance to like sit in it and be in it like in the moment. And that's yeah. I think one of the things that riding through it really provides is you get to be in it for x amount of time yeah when it's night or even when it's bad i guess sometimes there's some charm to that um yeah maybe not personally the best but hey um yeah i don't know what my favorite time riding is there's a there's a couple that were like (laughs) that was funny there's a couple that were like um super memorable but not like necessarily long like i think i remember we did one at like uh, Freetown, where I was like not feeling it. I definitely had many drinks the night before and did not get like depressed. <laughs> and you guys were like, just yeah. frigging come out. And I th- I'm, if I recall, I think maybe Mike might have been there, but it's one of those things where like I felt so much better. At, like after getting out, I had I had a lot more fun than I thought. It's one of those things where like the tide turns, and I'm like, I'm glad I did this, you know. Um, or the one we did like at a Scutney because it was just like a straight day of just like leg powered elevation, and then you know, descents. Like it was, there's so many other things I could point to that are just too epic. Like I can't, that's my kind of issue with a lot of things. Like people are like, what's your favorite movie? I'm like, I don't have, I can't pick one. I could give you like 50. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. can't, there's so many different appreciations in different ways. Um, I mean, they, it does suck when, again, that cold, the coldness is kills me. Um, at the end of that ride, Riley, like I know I was like starting to surge because you were basically like staying, let me pace this because you'll burn yourself out. And then like, I was basically off my leash and I was like, la 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 la. Like, like I just was like, this is great. This is great. I'm like, just going to go. But it was getting weird. I was freezing at the end of that. I had, a, and I don't know how you continue. Cause I had another layer compared to, to, to you. And I was like, I don't know how you just did that. You know what I mean? Like we just, I remember just sitting there literally on the floor of your apartment for what, like an hour, like yep. your girlfriend's just there. Like we're barely alive, literally just doing 
nothing. And somehow like that was the probably one of the mentally clearest times I've had in like a very long time, even since, you know what I mean? Like there was just nothing there. It was finally like a piece, you know what I mean? Like, so it sounds insane, but like, like you said, the suffering can absolutely make it worth it in a weird weird way not like the yeah. weird like self-flagellation shit like that because whatever you know i'm not <laughs> well, like this day but yeah but it, to there's an a extent, meditative you know? quality to it when you have to like oh yeah like on a ride like that where you have to put all of your mental energy into just making it that last mile yeah like there's something that like obviously that's gonna like clear your head out because you're yeah. putting character is yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a great way to say that <laughs> hair in your chest literally yeah. Yeah. Well, you're, you're putting all of, of your mental energy exercise. into like this goal and then achieving it and you aren't you mentioned like adhd or anxiety you aren't letting your head kind of focus on those other extraneous things that it might otherwise be preoccupied with exactly it's yeah. like uh yeah that's the that's the drug that's the mental health drug right there um i guess um i as, as far as i'm concerned like personally with cycling too speaking of like adhd anxiety um i've never been diagnosed with anything um no one in my family has immediately because my immediate family is like we mentioned in the beginning one of those families that does not acknowledge it. there is nothing wrong yeah ever yeah exactly ever. exactly right i don't know what you're talking about um, everything's normal continue and uh cycling is just kind of in its roundabout way with the whole weight loss thing like my whole life for a variety of reasons i would have told you that my issue was i needed to lose weight that was why i was unhappy cycling has if nothing else been able to teach me that the real issue is i have no fucking self-esteem see that's a great that's the issue that's a, gr- a great um, reveal there. Like it's, you wouldn't have. Yeah. Uh, I had a similar, I, you know, feelings. About I can that. get more depressed now than I ever did at what I thought were some of my darkest hours as a younger and heavier man, solely because I'm not achieving something that day. Yeah. Um, and what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm not like this, like, Oh, you're good. I've never offered self-help advice. I've never offered unsolicited advice to a single soul. Um, the only advice I'd give anyone is try to love yourself. Cause That's you know what? Great way to put like, that, man. If you're just chasing it for the wrong reasons, you'll chase it forever. Yeah. Um, so it's not to be completely cryptic, but yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, this is I, cycling, I think uh, cycling has given me something to make a self-loathing potential, disorder type thing uh into an athletic pursuit yeah like one hand kind of washes the other like i don't you know with cycling i can give myself a little bit to eat i can feel a little more relaxed i can sleep a little better um and i'm like working towards positive goals like i believe riley you just said um you know you got x y or z event coming up um you check that one off the calendar all right what's the next one you know, how many feet of elevation am I training for? Do I need to do this? And I guess that's kind of uncharacteristic for me historically to be like, <laughs> oh, what event I just realized. But I'm enjoying that. Who am very I? Much. What have I become? And, uh, in, in, in the second winter in a row with 
nothing fucking good really going on. Yet again, cycling is there as something to latch on to for hope of a brighter time around the corner. It sucks that we've already used a new hope for like an episode title because it might be the perfect <laughs> one for this. You know? <laughs> and I'm fa- that was Sorry, pretty hey, good. No, no, and I'm fairly sure Lucas doesn't problem. listen to us, so he won't be uh, yeah. he won't get sued. <laughs> I, I carefully timed that to be under six seconds. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Escape the algorithms. I um, imagine that important to Tom. I mean, you mentioned like having that self-esteem issue especially on days where you're like you didn't say accomplish something um and especially in like winter time it's it's important at least for me this is something that i always try to keep in mind every winter as someone that rides more or less year round is like and and we talked about this i think an episode or two ago like taking a break is okay even from something that you love and something that you enjoy yeah um i one one kind of balance that I always struggle with is there's always there's always an excuse not to get on the bike, right? It's very easy to not get out there. Yeah. Um, and that's on most days, that's the struggle, right? Is I need to find the reasons to get out there and just get out there because as soon as I get out there, I'm gonna have a great time. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Um, but on the flip side, like it's totally okay to not go out there when when you can't, right? When you're not feeling up for it, like it's not worth beating yourself up about, like take it, take it on the next day. Um, Cause it's very easy to get into the, well, I didn't get out yesterday. What am I like, what am I even doing? Why, why even bother getting out there today? Um, yeah. And on that same kind of token, a, a trap that I fall into as well is like, and I chatted about this a few weeks ago too, I think is um Oh, well, I only did like five miles today. What was even the point? I yeah. only like um, I only did like 10 miles an hour today on, on the road. Why? Why did I even go out there? Um, oh, yeah, that's me every day, baby. 10 miles an hour. Is <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's I think it's 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 important to like make sure that as much as these goals can drive us if we let them define every ride that it's, it, it ends up not being worth it. I, th- yeah. I don't yeah. think anyway. And, and for some people it might be, um, but to let it, to let that sour a ride, I think is, is missing the point. Oh, it's a bike yeah. sin. You're a bike sinner. A bike sinner. Yeah. You will let anything take the carts. ride. <laughs> you are in bike carts. Sir. This is one of the, it's when we start Uh-oh. disappearing people when we get, you know, off there to, you know, the fascist bike court comes out. Um, <laughs> yeah. That, I think we talked about that. Like, I only did, oh man, I only did 10 miles. So that was a waste. Why didn't even do that? But it's in, that's something I kind of had issues with too. And I kind of have let it fall by the wayside, which is nice. I, you know, basically now I just pick an arbitrary number. Um, and my only, I mean, this sounds might be stupid, but my only thing now is to do at least 30 to 40 minutes of activity. I don't care what it go. is, you know, it can be slow roll while watching YouTube, watching the Sopranos, watching whatever, you know, while you're on the bike, it can be now I'm like, oh, I'll even go for a walk with my girlfriend for a four mile walk, four and a half mile walk. That's a good filler when I'm not feeling up for biking. You know what I mean? Or I can't get out. So that is, I feel like my, instead of like mileage or speed, instead of hyper-focusing on smaller stuff at bikes, if I generalize it and be like, I just need to move around this set amount of time, basically, that kind of helps me justify like not 
biking for a day or like, you know, I moved around, I was in the basement, I was doing stuff when bikes or working on the car for at least 30, 40 minutes, like something physical. And that has helped a lot to be like, not have the shame of not biking well <laughs> that day. You know what I mean? Like we've all felt that, you know? Um, oh yeah. Because yeah, like holding yourself to that, like I need to do X amount of speed or X amount of miles or X amount of heart rate holding for these many days in a row. Like you're going to get burnt out and your Garmin is going to tell you probably that you're what? Overreaching? Yeah, overreaching. Super snarkily. Unproductive. You're anti-training, you know? That's what it told me. Unproductive. It's the dark side. You know, you got to watch out for it. It's out there. Yeah. Um, you know what? I just t- talked about working on bikes. Does that... I mean, obviously yes. riding them, does that play into something with you guys too? So yeah. I, I know you do I mean, it for I'll, work, I'll so it's kind of like, you know, this, this last week or two, um, started out with, um, a, it was raining for like a whole week. Um, <laughs> yes. so I, I didn't manage to get outside during that. And I have a really hard time with a trainer. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get on it, but I, I have a really hard time with it. Um, and then this past week I, uh, I had COVID. <laughs> the vids. So I didn't get out either. Um, but I've kind of started a new like bike project and just like working on like that project has been something that's kind of grounded me and made me feel like productive when I'm just sitting around. I mean, that's one one of the reasons that I ended up in the bike industry, right? Is that like having a bike that I can work on gives me a lot of that like mental stability and uh and feeling of like routine and being able to accomplish something on a bicycle um that's something i that i enjoy so that's why i'm in the industry um feeling like i'm doing something but um it's it's okay if that's not your thing too i i think it's important to keep that in mind like absolutely go tinker on your shit i um don't um don't get frustrated as soon as you start to get frustrated with it. Cause I've gotten in positions where like, say I don't have the, the tools that I have here that I might at a bike shop. Um, and that's going to start getting me like, ah, oh, why I, if I only had the right tool, I'm like halfway through this project. Um, it's a bad feel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's, it's important to try to remove that from it, whether that's just making sure you have the right tools from the get go or like keeping yourself realistic as far as what you can accomplish um within within your own home um but for me that like kind of tinkering and i've been doing a lot of googling on uh, on this project and i'm sure you'll hear more about that in the future but i don't want that to become the focus today Ooh, top secret <laughs> this is gonna be a good episode top we do that one but yeah um yeah does that answer the question <laughs> oh yeah absolutely it's just something i thought of was the other night when i was like swearing at myself for not ordering a part that i needed ahead of time and i thought i had that's, that's where that frustration comes in right yeah is, uh, and i, I mean my... in a way that that offers its own kind of therapeutic <laughs> value it, i guess in, in right? a way. where you have to deal with this frustrating stupid scenario in and then like move past it and solve it because but. the only person you have to be angry at yourself is yourself, you know. Um, I think <laughs> my hobby is more breaking things and then trying to fix them. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I do that often. Uh, but yeah, like you said, it's cathartic to be able to like. I have these parts; they go together this way. I can fix this. Let's do this. Work on this, and it's calming somehow. You know, 
Um, well, the yeah. fact that you can do it for money, I guess. I mean, there's always positives and negatives to that that come with it, obviously, as you know. Um, but yeah, that's a pretty good. Yeah, I'm scared. I'm just curious to get you know you guys' point of view on that because it's something I've definitely found that's another side of biking that's definitely helped. You know, because I personally am in the same boat of like tinkering. However, I mean, as you both know, I'm definitely willing to pay to have people do the more annoying shit um, yeah. or things like. So am do, I. You know, <laughs> that's the dream, right? I mean, if, if Gary Fisher does it now and he doesn't work on shit anymore, like doesn't that make also like sense? You know. I, uh, as far as doing it for work it's it's definitely great um and i feel very validated working on uh bicycles believe it or not and selling bicycles especially a type of bicycle i believe is genuinely the future of cycling in other words to the masses um like yeah i mean i don't know like i feel as though i genuinely believe this that like i have some at least small time part in bringing more people into this fold for the reasons I cited of like being out there, being out there with a friend who cares about an event, like for, for most people and for myself, 99 days out of a hundred, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. So like, yeah, like actually, I don't know if I've told this story before, but where this is the mental health episode, um, this, I might not get through the story without crying. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to preface with that. But, All right. Uh, Tr- trigger warning for so, everyone. Trigger warning. So J- judgment free zone. Go ahead quit my construction job on a pretty short notice um you know like you don't do what i did um there were people who wrote me off almost immediately as time has gone on more have and that hurts because you're locked in a room with those guys for 70 hours a week sometimes if not plus and you kind of drift out of each other's lives um so it was a tough it was a really tough transition kind of as all that was going on i i begin at 508 um i'm working on bikes again i'm in this this part shortage everything's really stressful the guys are great but like wow is this more than i like ever thought it could be you know what i mean it's 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 stressful because you want it to to go well um and i'm like back and yada yada so this kid comes in one day um and he's you know he reminds me a lot of myself when i was young he was probably about 13 14 years old um and just heard about e-bikes online dad brought him in um and he gets on this high bike hardtail and he rides it around the parking lot and like he just comes back with this grin and uh you know dad kind of like plays plays hardball with him i want to say like sends him back out for another loop and basically he's like all right ring me out um and like that moment um because this kid dude they so they ring out for this bike dad thanks me we end up talking about a few things like dad's really cool this kid never came back on this bike uh he like i want to say he rode at home um because they live like in the area like this kid did not get off of this thing and like dad was super nice like said nice things to the bosses can't thank him enough um so a couple months go by right and i get a phone call like hey uh is it cool bringing a tune up name so and so i won't use these people's names or anything um I said, yeah. And they go, Hey, uh, we're thinking about maybe doing, uh, like tubeless tires or something or putting sealant in his tires. And it's like, Oh, okay. So when I get this thing back, right. And I don't mean this in a negative way. The bike's destroyed. The bike is destroyed. The tires are slicks. Like this kid has been, and I, I checked cause your, your e-bike has an odometer. 
I watched oh, this kid okay. in like in like two or three months put nine hundred miles on an e-bike. Oh wow! Like this, yeah. Holy shit! And I, I, I'm so I'm talking with dad, and I meet mom and stuff, and they're just like, yeah, he he will not get off of it, and like he sleeps and, with it. Some say yeah, he's on and, it and right like, now. And like <laughs> when we first met, like he was real quiet. Like dad did a lot of the talking, he could smile a little bit, but now he's like, you can tell the kid's like a little warmer with me because like. Um, that bicycle guy like and just you know if if all the shit didn't go down on my old job um if i wasn't standing at that door like i was when those that particular father and son came in that kid you know would he have found the joy that i found um, like you know that's uh it's just one of those things that sticks with me um I'm really, I'm really just glad to have been uh, some small part of steering this kid potentially towards what, what I think is uh, one of the best things in the world to do. Yeah, you had a hand in that, so, man. That's uh, yeah, dude. Think about that. Nine hundred miles in three months. That's on pace for what, like thirty-two hundred dollars? That, that kid, give me right yeah. the piss out of that thing. Awesome. It was I w- awesome. I wish I had that much. I wish I had someone like you when I was a kid that. You know, and... I didn't do anything, man. I just, I just, <laughs> hey, I'd say it seems like you like this one. Uh, yeah. Take it for a spin. You know what I mean? Like, for my part, um, I know, like, I talk a lot and I kind of talk in like a more blue collar sort of way than you might be used to in some of the bike business. But like, sometimes that really works. Sometimes that's exactly what people need. And I think sometimes those customers are what I need. Yeah. Um, like, because, shit like that man i could i could tell you vividly of a thousand times like in my youth that like bike shop bike shops like this person got mad or like you know yada yada angry person this or but like that positive story was one of the first i had at this new job and like i told myself like the the bike shop days at least for me as i remember them um we're over it's no longer a good old boys club like we're gonna we're gonna be helpful to real people and like like i said man, sorry i dropped the phone again but that kid um yeah just just had a huge effect on me i don't know if maybe someday they'll ever hear this or something but yeah i'm, I'm really just i was touched to know how happy that bicycle made that kid oh yeah hopefully he'll be back for a full suspension with a bigger battery you can tell he listen he's got that look like when when we all <laughs> Like he looks down the rows of e-bikes exactly like any of us goes through a bike shop, like a shark. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's, yeah, he's in. Um, I, I, I do so. think at some point we'll have to talk about, cause like Tom and I both have many thoughts on like the, the bike shop as it has traditionally yeah. been and as it should be. Maybe a podcast in I, itself. I think we, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that might have to be a discussion at some point. Cause there's a lot of like, things to talk about there but that's at the end of the day that that factors into this conversation a lot at least in in my mind and obviously in tom's mind too because it is the for a lot of it's it's the entryway right it's the way that people get get in and it's the way that people are getting to their end result of whatever experience they're looking for um and as we've kind of gone over like imagine imagine you have like meds that like you need to get these meds to 
feel like life is worth living next week, right? And you go into this place and um, this place says, yeah, uh, we're out of your meds. We can't get your meds for the next six months to make you feel like life is worth living again. That's, that's nuts. And that's, that's where some people are at. Like I know I've been there before with like my bicycle yeah. where like with, without like, that's, that's my escape and that's what I need to be able to kind of function day to day sometimes. Um, and it's, it's important to keep that in mind again, wherever we're, wherever we're at, whether it's on social media or in a bike shop or whatever, looking at bikes on Amazon or eBay. Um, be cognizant of the fact that whatever you're doing could be somebody's you know, lifeline it's important. or something like think, that. Think about yeah. how important it is to, to you or to us. And like, think about the, the times that you have been able to get out on that bike and clear your head. Yeah. Um, Cause that's, it's, if it's important to you, it's important to them. Yeah. Yeah. That makes me, that makes it understand people flipping out at shop like a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, it, it's something that, again, it's a difficult conversation. And we'll, I, I would like to have that actual bike shop conversation separate from this conversation. Yeah. It was yeah. a whole nother can of worms. Yes. <laughs> Although I will piggyback on that and say that I think that experience that you guys gave me, like, is this of the, as the other end of like what Tom said, like I was the, I was the customer, like, I didn't have, we didn't get bikes from a bike shop when I was a kid. Like we, my dad got them at the junkyard and pieced them together. You know what I mean? Like, so like going there and Mike's being like, he actually helped me. You actually helped me. Like you're inclusive. You were like, this might not be the best bike for you. We're going to let you make your mistakes because you'll be back. I can see it in your eyes. And uh, that I think played a huge role in getting me completely, you know, into this. And it was the fact that you guys, I think were, as inclusive as you were shout to Mike. Um, it, I mean, I would have got there at some point cause I'm extremely stubborn. Um, but it was such a more accepting and easier ride with you guys kind of like <laughs> lowering the barriers to entry to the bike community, I guess you'd say, you know? Um, and yeah, that's a huge aspect that I didn't even consider is the fact that like, it's super important to have a bike shop a certain way these days and i know i will i'll obviously leave that for and we'll have to write that down for a podcast later but that's i'll say that and leave that also i just realized we have i'm we're on youtube right now for once uh just shout to shout to my friend uh wayne he's he's got some he's in the chat right now wayne's a great dude we're gonna gonna ride he just said uh bikes are life because we all know that (laughs) shout to you tango kid rips he's got a cannondale i think it's a trigger i believe it's not a jekyll i think it's a trigger um dude kid's a great rider i haven't ridden with him a long time um probably because my own issues and my own shit bike fucking mountain bike care but shout to shout to wayne we'll be riding again soon buddy um yeah wayne's the man you guys would you guys would definitely get along very well with him um wayne's got to send us a picture of his bike so we can praise slash heckle it Ooh, he should don't bring it into it yeah i'm down with that i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna, i'm gonna hound all my friends to send me their bikes and just not tell them what we're gonna do (laughs) let's let's do the mental health special diagnose me based on this build oh i love that yeah that's a good one too i i think the anxiety rings true in a lot of my bikes actually now that i think about it they are all built to withstand the apocalypse yeah pretty much 
<laughs> tell me you're not tell me you're not a prepper by having prepper like bikes basically you know yeah pretty if my house burns down i just have to buy tires <laughs> that's a that's a great it's way a to look state. at that you know <laughs> they're everlasting for the common hits like you're all good man yeah um good. yeah Depends so upon how hot the fire gets yeah <laughs> just don't get magnesium um i've heard the jet fuel can't melt steel beams uh, allegedly <laughs> allegedly <laughs> <laughs> hashtag god damn it um yeah so shout to all the bike shop we know they're awesome and that people we know that run them or frequent them or have championed them over the years because you guys have definitely made significant impacts i think beyond what a lot of people actually realize until they stop to think about it like you know what i mean like you can't imagine how many customers have been through you know the old spark and <laughs> to change their life you know what i mean like a lot a lot more than you think if you think about it you know what i mean um and it makes me think twice about the guys flipping out because he's like i can't ride for four days and i have to wait for x and it's like i, f- I feel that it's hard you know yeah. i can't i don't have that stress relief for four days you know not not to mention covid hits and then it's like hey you'll get this crank in two years maybe oh, <laughs> shut up and love it you know what i mean like <laughs> So I can definitely see people's frustrations rising and like, you know, why that's an understandable aspect of it, you know, because we all kind of feel that to some extent, you know, it's just how much we can control it, I guess. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say that the, that the like getting frustrated and like yelling at people is the solution. <laughs> not not <laughs> but, saying that at all. Yes. But as someone no. that's on the other side of it, it is something that I've had to do where I have to like kind of step into that like think about myself in that scenario and think, well, yeah, that, that makes total sense. Um, what do you mean? I destroyed my wheels again. I need another wheel set. <laughs> like somehow I, it's not uh, my fault. You know, I came up right in the end of that, like Uber toxic era. Uh, <laughs> I'll be, the, I'll be the first one to admit that like uh, spark was a breath of fresh air. Um, and I actually worked for their competition in the area when Mike opened and Ooh, uh, that 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 breath of fresh air really took the flame out of my boss. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Mike probably just rolled his truck, but uh, yeah, like man. Um, again, not to make it about shops and stuff, but unfortunately, I think a lot of people have memories of negative experiences in a in a true bicycle shop. Um, and yeah. It's just it is a whole can of worms. That could be an episode. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll yeah we'll approach it. Oh, we could have some guests maybe for that. Oh, that might be a good. Yeah, one we could too. do that. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, one of the one of the greatest compliments I ever received was somebody uh, recently. I believe they're a listener. It's somebody I ride with. I, I won't name her name, but uh, I won't name she names. She she was basically just like you know you and by extension uh you know like it was spark and us and just like the whole the whole community like you keep saying the, the local community was basically like there's a certain way girls get treated in a lot of places and that has not been my experience here and it was like oh thank god <laughs> like, Sigh of relief. Just, oh, god. you know well it's just like i don't i don't know what the right thing is sometimes i don't know if you're like if you're uh bike explaining um or you know what I mean? Like I know I've never been one of those people who just like runs up to someone who's like, "Oh, your saddle is blah 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 blah. It's too low. It's too high." It's, um, but yeah, like I don't know. It's a good community around here. That was one of the greatest compliments I ever received, and uh, I just wanted to extend that out because she meant 
the the spark community um so yeah shout out again to mike that was uh it was a shame to have worked somewhat against him for a couple of years. Um, one is not that I ever did well. Yeah, he 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 mopped the floor with me, but uh, but yeah, nah, Mike's a good dude. Uh, healthy and competition. So was, so was that good. spark, and so is uh, the continued community in the area. Love you all. Um, <laughs> don't know where I'd be without you. No, for real. Like, yeah, built some real good experiences. Like some of those, the mixtape. Um, you know, some of those group rides, the mountain bike rides, Christmas parties, like, man, that's the shit. That's what <laughs> you remember. That's the best, that's the best term right there. Yep. Looking back, that's you're like, you that was the shit, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Shannon making fun of me in my tights, shout out, shout out to Shannon. <laughs> uh, I'm sure she still is. <laughs> oh, she was yeah. ripping on me not too long ago. She was making fun of me, and I was like, she, she does not stop. I get a get a respect that that fire. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> Keeps yeah. me on my toes. Yeah, I look I look like a bowling ball. And, uh, <laughs> I just want to clarify to Shannon. I was yeah, actually she, in there. Cat calling me. In the... <laughs> I was actually in there the other day. You always make you like. Oh, are you ever gonna come back? I was actually in there, and you weren't in there. So I I made the parents. I'm sorry. You know. <laughs> there you go. So what what else, I, Tom? I know you you were pushing for this episode. <sighs> I was and now i find myself struggling a little bit yeah that's i mean that's yeah. that's part of it that's yeah i mean it's something that um, in the dead of winter like i mean i get seasonal depression like a motherfucker and it's like oh i do too of course this is i mean january is it there's no holiday holidays like there's no lexus december to remember event to fucking go to like, there's not <laughs> it's done you know what I mean? like now we have gray and cold like you said like christmas and then six you know yeah so it's probably like literally the the peak of like the bullshit i mean february is also a suckage but then you get some holidays and you start to get some maybe you get used to it a little bit you get into a groove you find a way to like i would try I have a routine now at least maybe hopefully built up so yeah, this is. I think this was an apt time to do this. It's probably perfect. What, just to kind of get get us all through. What what are our like strategies for the next few months? Ooh, ooh. Um, I'll, I'll just start because I talk. Um, I'm, I got a trainer finally, a smart air trainer than the one I had. It's only ANT plus, but it doesn't do ERG, right? So I can't do like the hills and Zwift or anything cool like that, but it does finally give me a power meter, you know, and the resistance feels a lot better than what I had. Although I probably could have got something cooler. It ended up costing me nothing, zero dollars. And he gave me two of them because he wanted them out of his basement. He was like, oh, I want a hundred bucks for each. And he, for some reason, I couldn't meet up with him before the holidays. Email him again afterwards. And he's like, you know, I can only find the power cord for one. You can just take both of them. I want them gone. I'm done with them. I was like, Wait. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Let's do this. You know, uh, I think his name was Chris. If he'll never listen to this, but he was the coolest dude ever. Thank you, my <laughs> man. Um, I gotta get get him like a gift certificate to like Trek Lakeville or something like that because he was close by there. Um, so yeah, that my my goal now is to actually see my I can actually see power and kind of now start to focus in on like zone training. Um, because I feel like that's where I lack is like controlling heart rate, controlling burnout and everything like that. So I think that's probably going to be my focus. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to consider, I'm trying to consider getting into Zwift. I don't know if I should do it or if I can, if I just watch movies or what, but everybody else seems to use yeah. it and enjoy it. And I'm like, Oh, maybe we can do like 
a virtual 50 mile ride if it's shitty outside or something like that. So I'm like, I might as well get like an avatar and set up like a skin. But my strategy is to kind of get into that because I had previously not, I mean, you guys obviously have been into it for a significant amount of time, but like this would be my first foray into like anything but a purely basic trainer and like YouTube. You know what I mean? Yeah. So is that is Can, that what you did last year, Ed? Was just kind of basic trainer and just put on the YouTube? Cruise at like 14 miles an hour and just hold a straight until I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. This dude was no focus. There was no like I specifically want to like do intervals or do a, a race somewhere that distracts me with other people or something. It was just like watch something informational, mostly about bikes, sometimes not, and ride. Like, and it kept me, I did it to an extent, but not to the level I wanted to, you know? So hopefully this gives me some sort of interaction that like I can hyper get in on and like maybe get into it a little bit more, you know? Now, is there a way that Zwift can control the resistance on your trainer that you have now? I don't know. I don't think so because it's not ANT plus FC, FEC, I believe. Um, I'm not saying don't get Zwift. However, you may find, I, I don't know if it'd be worth you paying the subscription if you don't have a smart trainer. That's what a lot um, of people and, are saying. Well, because it physically, like, it's not just a screen. Like, it'll actually send you up a, up to, I think, a 20% grade. Um, uh, you can and, feel like, that on a, the bike too, right? They have a fake Alp Duez, man. Oof. Like, well, I mean, the thing is, is, like, you really, I, I hate to chill for anything indoor. Um, but like, yo, I, I'll put it to you this way. I caution you on Zwift because now I can't go back. Oh, I see what you're saying. I can't. Yeah. No, that once that veil's broken, dude, I'm not sitting on a dumb trainer ever again. I, I'm not, it's not an elitist thing. If this thing breaks and I can't afford to replace it, which realistically, I, I don't think I could ever spend like a thousand bucks on a trainer ever again. I guess I'm going outside. I'm going to be real cold and it's going to be real dark. Um, you can't go like, back now. There's, there's just no way. There's just no way. Um, so and I know there's that much apps. better, huh? Yeah, and I, I know there's other apps and stuff, but like in terms of you know honesty versus yeah. an actual smart trainer changing elevation on you, it's beyond compare. Like you know what I mean? You're gonna you, let's. I I always bullshitted my way through dumb trainer rides. Always, <laughs> always. Not at once did I have an honest. Um, and I cheat as much as I can on Swift too, you know, realistically, but you really can't. Um, but yeah, so it's a power drill on, on the, on the, yeah. the wheel well, yeah, and just that's the, that's the play. spins it like 800 miles yeah. an hour. There's actually people who like, I don't know what they're doing or how they're doing it, but like sometimes it would appear as though someone hits a button and their <laughs> avatar rockets away 200 miles an hour. They give themselves um, an adrenaline shot in game and it boosts them. Yeah, I, I have no idea if it's like a... a Does Zwift have power-ups? Can you like make yourself like, oh, you get the golden tire, so you go like 30 sort miles of, an hour? Sort of, but they're kind of useless. One's like a <laughs> feather. It, it allegedly like makes it easier to climb. Um, the only one that seems to work really well is the moving truck, which is a drafting boost. Ooh. So if, like somebody, if somebody comes around, you hit this icon of a moving truck, and if you stay like four feet behind them, um, look, at, look at how far I've fallen. I'm describing Pull through. <laughs> Pull through. You're like, um, <laughs> describing Zwift on a cycling podcast uh but yeah like but that's another thing too is like i get not all the time but you'll get somebody who's like super duper serious and you can usually tell because their avatar is a triathlete (coughs) (coughs) and uh like 
you'll hit that drafting thing. You'll hit that drafting thing, and they'll fucking slow down. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, right. And it's just like, really, man? Like you came by me. <laughs> like I hit the button because I want to wipe my sweat off my face with my towel. That's funny. And like, and yeah, and usually I end up just attacking those people. Um, after that. No more wheel like sucking. Just, I'm pulling through, baby. Look out. Yeah, I, I just give him 30 for like as long as I can. <laughs> and then uh, that's usually that. But but yeah, no, Zwift is really cool. However, I do. I don't know if I recommend paying for it without being a able very to get smart that. trader. Like like the well, not just that, but like the full functionality. Like it's kind of not cheap. It's like 15 bucks a month. Yeah, that's what I was looking at too. I passed, um, passed the free trial. I mean, I guess in my, in my yeah. defense, if I get if I paid nothing for these, I still have my entire budget available for a smart trade. <laughs> yeah, and um, like I do know there's other alternatives out there. Like people have mentioned them to me. I don't know what they are. I haven't tried them. Um, but yeah, Swift is where it's at. Oh yeah, baby! You know, Look at that, Swift, our new sponsors. Yeah. Thanks, shout out to our new sponsor, Swift. And the Please. you know the fact that you're paying for it. There's some nights I like might not do the trade. It's like, dude, like you pay for this friggin' subscription. Like, it costs you, know, you like, money. It's fifty like, cents a day, asshole. Get on that bike. Yeah, there's a few summer nights where I'd otherwise do nothing, and it's like, oh, I'm paying for this stupid subscription. <laughs> so, but anyway, excellent point. Excellent point. All right, so what do you? What are your? Do you have any like? coping strategies through shit times you know besides you know zwift or anything like that or even even like motivators Ooh, good one yeah uh right now just kind of i signed up for a couple things um i i had a a friend um kind of hit me at the last second with like an hour to go like hey we're signing up for vermont overland <laughs> um so you, you, you are too now apparently huh yep so uh, <laughs> So yeah, I'm in for that. But uh, like we signed up for Winter Wooly. Um, I signed up for Wicked yes. Marista. I'm just gonna keep. Hey, uh, my whole life I always was too scared to show my face at cycling events because I thought I'd get smoked. Um, and I'm still getting smoked, but I'm gonna just keep going to them because it feels oh, good. I it's love making up smoked. for lost time. So yeah, I'm just I'm signing up for shit to do in every season, um, whether I want to or not, and <laughs> just kind of nose to the grindstone and uh just pedal right through the 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 tough shitty time and uh soon enough you know the dandelions will be back and i'll be uh swirling through fields of uh you know sweet summer child yeah Yeah, exactly it's the best time not gonna lie i love it it, watching lightning hit shit right in front of me pooping my pants zeus zeus putting you in your place dude (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Rod, did you sign up for Winter Willie? I have not yet. No, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll. I'll sign. I'll sign you. I'll, dude, I'll. I'll freaking pay for you if you can go. You need to come to that. Okay, thing. When, when is that? Can hop on it. February. We'll we'll talk later. I think, yeah. I think it's the sixth. Also, what's up with bike reg? I can't log in without going to outside.com now. What is this how about shit? That, how about that pop up? Almost effed me out of uh, Vermont Overland for a second. Like that oh. thing sold out in minutes. Did it really? And I hit. Well, I hit like register or complete, like the transaction was done and it's just like add um, no. outside <laughs> magazine to your shit. And then like you go to scroll to get to the X and like the 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 pop-up's a little too big. So I like struggled with that pop-up for like several seconds. <laughs> oh god, and sweating in the like, mouth, no! sweating. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. A little clunky. A little uh I don't know, bike Thanks just finger wag in your direction. It's like yeah. anti outside behavior to me. Yeah. 
What did I sign up for? Sign up for, I signed up for Wicked Norista too. Events are huge to be able to kind of, I, I use events a lot to, to really get myself out there. Um, I would say Rasputitsa is probably my biggest motivator, Ooh. especially as far as like putting in base miles and junk. Yeah. The only reason pizza. I've been trying not to talk about it because otherwise I'd talk about it constantly. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, man, that it, this episode could always be called mental health brackets rescue pizza. <laughs> Uplifting music ends. Oh uh, yeah. So, so that, that joke is Riley and I, like the day before raspy pizza 19, it's like raining torrents. Um, and we drive over to like Cabot village <laughs> and we watch the stupid like video in the theater of how the Cabot cheese is made and that the subtitles literally say in parentheses uplifting music ends and I just like <laughs> I just like elbow him like that's today like <laughs> like this is exactly how I Yikes. feel about our situation <laughs> oh man I should I should, yeah. you know honestly instead of doing the overland I should probably sign up for the wait list on that huh Mm. Yeah, I, hey, it was a whirlwind mm. thing. Um, I haven't even told work yet. Great, a, it's I got time. There's a 40k that's open. It's not hey, is the, mm. actually speaking of work, is the e-bike category open? You want to go race an e-bike for five weight? <laughs> I absolutely will. Oh, there is there an e-bike category? No, there no. was. I actually sent an email over it. I was like, hey, listen, I know it says e-bikes 508 as my reg uh but i am in fact riding a normal bicycle i didn't want to raise any red flags so thank you that'd be amazing if they could um, have that category i want to say there was one uh, it's really interesting because i don't know how you do 55 miles of seven thousand feet without Magic. without Lots. multiple batteries secret is pain you'd be yeah, pedaling a 50 uh, pound bike at the end with the batteries yeah. at, the, at the at the end you'd be dying with pretty much a 40 tooth chain ring on it with a one by eleven, <laughs> like better get those legs good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, events are huge. I should, I'm looking at you. Got me looking at events now. God damn it. Um, right, yeah, I think else? that's another thing that's kept. Yeah, what do you got? What right? else? You got anything? Anything? Yeah, sorry, we, we got we got sidetracked. On you. No, that's all right. Um, I don't know. I think like I I think we stayed pretty surface level with it, um, which is good in a way that like you don't want to dive into the conversation and like go for the, the like jugular vein right out of the gate. Right. Um, I think the main thing for everyone right now is just keeping, keeping the conversation as, as close to the forefront as possible. Cause especially this time of year, um, it's, it's a huge part of, I think everyone's life and it's, it's something that we should all be discussing more. Um, So again, as long as, if this inspired one person to talk about it a little bit more, I'm calling it a 100% win. Oof, that's yeah. a good call. I'm, I'm with you on that. If anybody also wants to share a story that they've had like related to this, like obviously like this is a safe place, like go ahead and like yeah, contact seriously. us, drop us a line. It's always good to hear that kind of stuff. Um, I know, like I said, MTV, shout out to MTV Travel if you're doing that episode on YouTube about it because it was like... It was, it was, I think the timing was perfect because it was like we talked about it and I saw him basically release this and I was like, oh wow, like nailed it. You know, like somebody else is basically on the same thing. Like it's great to see that we're not the only ones with this, like in our heads. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't so know. To speak. Um, 
I don't know about um, you guys. I have seen kind of within the cycling community, and I don't know if it's like statistically like justifiable if I like looked at the actual numbers, but um, one of the um, one of the like leading kind of losses of life that I've seen within the cycling community as far as like a tragic like loss of life has been suicides i i yeah. see Jesus. those Jesus. way too often um, Yo, just within, within the cycling community in general um at least around here and it might be that it's new england as well like i mean it's it's probably both up here yeah. um but i that's that's something that all, i always kind of keep in mind as far as like I, I feel like a lot of people go to bikes to try to um, kind of, again, like we've, like we've said, get away and feel better. Um, and sometimes that's not enough. Sometimes the other part that's missing is like talking about it and finding some other ways to like deal with it. Right. And, yeah. and try to work through it. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's only going to happen if we can have those conversations as a community. That's um, very well, yeah. very well said. It's, you know, that's huge. It's if we can get somebody to, you know, feel like, okay, to basically express what they're going through. Like if that helps even one person, like huge, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, like, like I said, it's a fucking tragedy when that shit happens. You know what I mean? Like, cause I mean, somebody is struggling for, you know, obvious oh, yeah. reasons and it's just, Yeah if that helps anybody basically get through it it's, it's amazing dude you know like it's kind of a, a lot i think a lot of us i think see a lot of ourselves and like a lot of people in the community can recognize that maybe that they don't even speak about it that we're there for similar reasons you know what i mean like maybe not specifically but everybody's kind of on these things as some sort of outlet to some extent and i think a lot of people in in this community can empathize with that and like get it, even if it's not outspoken, but I really hope it becomes more outspoken because like you said, that could make all the difference, you know? And there's definitely like within this community, there's that history and tradition of that kind of bro club, like attitude where it becomes difficult to kind of broach that subject. Um, I would be willing to bet that anyone that puts out that puts on that front, if you were to take them aside and talk to them about this, um, they would be more than happy to like chat through their own experience with it in most cases. Cause most of them I'm sure have some kind of personal experience with it. And it's just a matter of trying to break down, break down those walls so we can have the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Not to get funny, but that reminded me of that Break Down the Walls song by uh, Break Down the Walls. Well, I had, if if we feel like we've done enough serious, I have a um, a, a fun little closer. Ooh. Um, if, uh, if you'd like to allow screen sharing. Oh, yeah. oh, why do I always forget that, by the way? <laughs> Damn it. Uh, multiple... Huh. There you go. Should default oh should change that to like the default behavior, but it doesn't. So this like is going to be. I'm only going to share um one. Well, it'll be two pictures, but one in particular that oh. I want to focus on here. Um, Hopefully, it's more that. bad photoshops. Okay. Um. So there's this guy. He's riding a. 
bicycle frame on that thing. <laughs> it's a cool little bike <laughs> and he looks like he's having a blast um oh how did you find this one but my next one here is another really high quality photoshop job look at that <laughs> Oh man, the hot uh, for, for our listeners. This is a 26 inch somewhat mountainy bike that is being supposedly ridden like a BMX bike. He's whipping the hell style. out of that thing at with some his, kind of bike park. He's got like he's off the pedals. He's <laughs> he's yeah, he's having a blast with it. Down, I put that headset. Yeah, it is. <laughs> kicks, I didn't even a, see that kickstand. What what we can only presume to be a ninety degree angle to the ground suspended yes. in air, and the and the kickstand is down, and the wheels are not spinning. <laughs> with his three by front chain ring prominently displayed, yes. and those are mechanical discs as well, with no suspension on that front fork. It looks like no, it's got some suspension. Uh, it's got a little bit of travel, yeah, that. and a fender. You know, the fact you can see that guy would definitely have a fender on that thing. <laughs> oh yeah but oh anyway i figured we'd uh we'd close with this guy and Ha-hoo. uh Ha-hoo. and i mean that guy what's, too but what's anyway. weird is the the decals look photoshopped onto the frame onto the bike yeah they probably are. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> we have to start doing horrible photoshops of our own with people we know and putting them on bikes in strange positions <laughs> so, I, I man, do love po- how, post like, a picture post this picture with this episode but uh yeah, I think uh, that's a good good way to close on trashing on people's bikes again. <laughs> Back to normal. <laughs> we don't want to gatekeep, but uh, yeah. fuck you and your hobby. Well, that lends itself perfectly to that. Oh my god! Right in the right in the hahu, buddy. Yeah. I guess uh, yeah. This has been the bike lane mental episode. I mean, mental health episode um and it's been real it's been fun yeah yeah, yeah. keeping it real goes right you know what i mean um yeah hopefully I f- uh appreciate you guys uh, like taking the time and taking literally the mental energy to go through with this because i know personally it's this wasn't an, usually i come in here and i'm like ready to just blab off the top of my head with you know and it was, it was some apprehension not gonna lie coming I, w- I will admit i i struggled i see? struggled see um, you're not alone man like it so sorry if I let you down. I don't know. Dude, I think I think we all we all crushed it. I think it was. We'll a good talk one. about your performance after Tom. <laughs> oh God. Oh, um, and yeah, so we'll um we'll get this we'll get this out. Now I also haven't obviously posted the roast ones. Should I post the roast ones and then just post this one immediately after or no? No, nah, give it give it another like week or so. Yeah. Do you right. palate, palate cleanse it? So I'll do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Should I, so should I do the? I'll do the roast ones. I'll, fi- I'll finish the editing for that get them out now for like our last roast episode like that mini one and then you want to wait a week to put this one out or no i think so yeah all right cool cool i like to the crowdsource decision because then it kind of holds me a little bit more accountable again <laughs> the mental health episode um something i struggle with um so yeah, yeah I'll do. it's uh this was great um who wants to who wants to cue it now who wants to cue this time riley uh this has been the bike lane. <laughs> <laughs>